This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast, brought to you by Rocket Matter. Hey, everyone. This is Larry Port, CEO of Rocket Matter, and welcome to another edition of the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. So we're continuing this uh, trend that we've been seeing recently of interviewing lawyers who have gone on to create something else. So entrepreneurial lawyers. And today we have with us Dave Budding. He is the founder and president of Encrypted Information Exchange LLC. And he used to be a former practicing attorney at an AmLaw 100 firm. So Dave, welcome to the program. Thanks, Larry. Really happy to be here. So, um, so Dave, actually, he, he's going to be um, doing a CLE uh, webinar with Rocket Matter soon, and it's uh, the ethics of communicating with clients via text. So we're going to be talking a little bit today about um, texting and the ethics of that and all things related to that kind of. So um, Dave, uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about, before we get into like, you know, the, the subject matter, tell me a little bit about your journey. Like, how did you get to be doing what it is you're doing with encrypted information exchange? Sure. Uh, so part of my, uh, part of my duties, uh, when, when I was a uh, practicing attorney was that I would do these commercial evictions uh, for malls in Northern Illinois and, uh, how it's set up here is basically you're settling the matter on the day of the trial in front of the judge. And if you've ever worked with a commercial lease before, taken a look at one, you know, it's, it's a pretty dense, large document, you know, 40 pages of all this crazy material. And, you know, because of uh, just the, the realities of commercial renting, uh, commercial leasing space, uh, my, my clients didn't want to actually kick the, uh, the, the, uh, the lessor out. They, they wanted basically to renegotiate the lease. Right. What, what, I, what I found was that we were, uh, we were you know, renegotiating these terms last minute in front of the judge. And uh, some of these courthouses up here in, in Northern Illinois, cell reception is terrible. I have a really hard time getting hold of my client. I don't want to send an email and stuff like that. So I'm like, I just want to text them. I just want to be able to send them the, the message, send them the proposed settlement. And so they can have it in front of them and sign off on it and do it in a way where it's secure. Uh, it's, I'm going to have a, a complete unalterable record of the conversation. So, you know, whatever they agree to, if there's ever, you know, if there was some miscommunication later on, say, no, this is what you said. Uh, so I was, I was trying to solve that problem. And, uh, you know, that's, that, that's basically how we came up with the idea of encrypted information exchange. You know, it's kind of interesting because um, I communicate with my attorneys. Um, sometimes it's via email. Sometimes it's via text. I mean, I would imagine from an attorney's perspective, it would be hard to corral all this information in one place, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It is. And, you know, if you're just texting, you know, using your, your iPhone or your Android or whatever, you know, it's, it's not like that that information is easily transferable. You know, it's, it's very difficult to store. You know, you can do screenshots and things like that. But of course, then you get into issues where uh, the cell phone numbers can be spoofed. Uh, those things can be changed. And, you know, if you're going from, let's say, Apple to an Android in a texting conversation, there, there is no encryption there. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's open, it's secure. It's, you're relying on the security of whatever servers are, are passing the information from one to another. You know, I mean, I'm a software engineer and I understand how... Um, things work for the most part, but for even for me, even it, it's very confusing. Sometimes when I'm on the iPhone, the, um, the messages will show up blue, the messages will show up green. So I'm assuming sometimes they're an iMessage, which is some sort of like internet based message versus an SMS message, which shows up green. So it can be like really kind of confusing. I mean, um, you know, is, is this part of everything that's going on or, 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 or not? 
Well, it is, uh, you know, so it's like the blue uh, means that you're encrypted, right? You're probably talking to someone else who has an Apple. So you're, you're, you're protected by the 128 bit encryption on the Apple. But if it's green, you're just sending it, you know, just a straight text message or it's, it's going from Apple to an Android or, you know, some other phone, uh, phone provider. So it's not going to be encrypted. So, you know, theoretically, someone can capture that and, and read it. Whereas if it's encrypted, you know, you're, you're, if you're basically passing a bag of sand back and forth and you need the appropriate keys to decipher it. All right. So let's talk a little bit about security um, and the need for security and communications. How should lawyers be texting from an ethical and, and practical uh, perspective, in your opinion? So, uh, you know, do, do, lawyers have a couple of duties, ethical obligations to their clients. One is confidentiality. You, you have a duty to protect the information that you're exchanging with your client going back and forth. And the ABA uh, sent out a formal opinion, I believe, last year saying that, well, you, you need to take reasonable steps to do that. And you, the way that you sort of assess it is the cost and how difficult it is to use and things like that. But ultimately, at the end of the day, the lawyer is responsible for the protection of that material. And they need to find ways to prevent it from falling into the wrong hands. Uh, you know, lawyers are, are dealing in the most sensitive areas of their clients' lives. If it's if it's IP information, if it's financial information related to a divorce, if it's just strategy uh, related to litigation, this is all critical information that has a lot of value uh, for for third parties. So they they need to take the appropriate steps to make sure that it's secure. You know, it's sort of as a baseline, texting in and of itself is not unethical. But you need to take the appropriate steps to ensure that the communications are protected and, and confidential. So, um, you know, what are some steps that lawyers can take to uh, make sure that things are confidential uh, when it comes to texting? Sure. It's, it's, it's using uh, encryption. It's, it's finding a way to, to encrypt that information that you're exchanging with your client and uh, doing it in a way that it's protected from outside folks where they can't. Uh, you know, either get a hold of your phone, uh, somehow crack, crack it and, and get access to that material. Uh, what we were talking about for, earlier about uh, the unencrypted text being passed from server to server, you know, that's, that, that's all in plain text and anyone can read it. You know, so you need to have just that sort of base level of encryption. And it, there's so much of it out there these days. It's not really that, that big of, a, of an expense uh, or uh, really a, uh, any, any way that, that prevents the lawyer from using it. You know, it's interesting that, um, you know, texts are being uh, uh, sent in an unencrypted fashion and um, email also is sent in an unencrypted fashion and bounced through a bunch of servers. So, um, you know, I remember I had so I guess when I was working on Wall Street, um, somebody had once said to me, assume that if you write something in an email that you'd be OK seeing it appear on a billboard or on the front page of a Wall Street Journal. So, you know, it, I, I think people don't really realize uh, what goes on behind the scenes when these messages are transmitted. So how does um, encrypted information exchange or uh, how does that fit into the picture? Uh, so basically what we did is we devised a secure messaging app that's cloud-based, uh, that's end-to-end that's -end encrypted. It's 256-bit encrypted, which is the same as most banks use, plus some proprietary stuff we have a patent pending on. So basically, uh, it's, it's a totally encrypted environment uh, and it's, it's cloud-based. So you know, if you access it from your phone or from your iPad or whatever, you're pulling the data down. So there, there's no data residency on your phone or whatever device it is that you're using. And we, we use uh, uh, multi-factor authentication to, uh, to try to protect uh, you know, people uh, you know, in case the, the phone falls into the wrong hands, no one can access the, the material behind it. So that's, that's basically what we came up with. 
That's pretty cool. Like, so, and you're an attorney. Mm-hmm. And did you have, like, all right, so I will say this. I mean, obviously you're probably on the business side of this, you know, the use case side of it, but encryption, like from a computer science perspective involves like pretty heavy math and like mm-hmm. massive prime numbers. And did you have to like get your, did you have to roll up your sleeves and get involved with any of that or like talk to people that were doing all this kind of stuff? Well, you know, thank God I didn't have to get into it. Uh, <laughs> I, I am a lawyer by training. I'm a liberal arts guy. I studied history and political science and stuff. Yeah, like. I, a lot of you guys, like at any opportunity there was to like take a math course, took the other turn. I, this is what I've observed and worked for 12 years. Absolutely correct. Um, so fortunately, one of our founders, uh, Mike Mansky, uh, is is the developer, is the guy who came up with the encryption. Uh, he has a certificate from MIT in encryption. Uh, he, he, he runs a company called GDS, where this is, this is part of the products that they offer their clients. So we, we have a real professional handling it. You don't have to worry about me trying to Try trying to set this up or talk to you or anything like that. You know, he's he's he, he's the guy. So it was it was really important for us to have to have this partner that that was inside part of the company and you know would would be responsive to our clients' needs. That's very cool. Okay, so um, Dave, if somebody would like to get in touch with you, either because they want to learn a little bit more about EIE or they want to like get inspiration from another attorney who's left and uh, started their own company, how should they get in touch with you? Well, there, there's a couple ways. I mean, you can come check out our website. It's uh, encryptedinformationexchange.com. Uh, uh, just Google Encrypted Information Exchange. We'll come up right away. Uh, my email address is dmbuddingh at encryptedinfox.com. And, uh, gotcha. Okay. So it's dmbuddingh at encryptedinfox.com. Yep, ex.com. All right. Wonderful. Well, I'll tell you what, Dave, thank you so much for, um, you know, chatting with us on the 10 minute law firm podcast and stressing how critical it is for people to be transmitting information to their clients securely, which I I truly do believe. And as a client of attorneys, I do appreciate. Uh, (laughs) So thank you very much. Thank you, Larry. Really appreciate the opportunity. This is the 10 minute law firm podcast. Be sure to subscribe and don't forget to rate and review so we can keep bringing you awesome content.